From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refutes evolution, and it gives you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. In a National Center for Science Education's report in 1995, the executive director, Eugenie Scott, protests against Dr. John Morris of the Institute for Creation Research, saying that the NCSC is an offshoot of the American Humanist Association. Scott claims confusion could possibly be due to the NCSC's journal, Creation Evolution, being started by the American Humanist Association and initially edited by the executive director of the AHA, Frederick Edwards, a philosopher, not a scientist. The journal was later sold by AHA to NCSC, says Scott. Although humanism is an atheistic religious belief, Scott claims the NCSC was intended from the start to be a religiously neutral organization focusing on science and education. Scott says that the NCSC has members from all sorts of religious persuasions, including conservative evangelical Christians. NCSC is supposedly just interested in science education. However, it seems strange that the only science education NCSC seems interested in is evolution, not chemistry, physics, astronomy, or even experimental biology. Science seems to be a euphemism for evolution, certainly nothing to do with the operational science that put men on the moon, cured diseases, and the like. How religiously neutral are the anti-creationist organizations? Two case studies. Written by Dr. Don Batten and Dr. Jonathan Sarfati. In another NCSC report in 1996, readers are directed to an article, quote, on our website, csicop.org, end quote. This is the Skeptics USA website, the Science and Reason site, as the skeptics claim, which overtly espouses materialism with direct link to the Council for Secular Humanism and other atheistic anti-Christian sites. Not surprising, since the skeptics and Council for Secular Humanism share the same headquarters, the Center for Inquiry at Amherst, New York. There's nothing religiously neutral about their website. There are no links to Christian Answers Net, for example, or any other conservative Christian site to give balance. And in another NCSC report in 1997, they advertise a self-named Internet Infidel site, run by a man who has edited and contributed to a book of people who have apostatized from biblical Christianity. No, the NCSC and its bedfellows, the AHA and the skeptics, have one agenda, materialism, secularism, or atheism. Let them take their pick. It is good tactics to recruit religious people to the cause of spreading the word that everything made itself. Humanists know that if they succeed with their agenda to indoctrinating people with the foundational beliefs of atheism, that everything made itself by natural processes and there's no need for God, then rejection of biblical Christianity will logically follow. That's why the AHA started the Creation Evolution Journal, to promote evolution, because it is the basis of atheism. And the NCSC are carrying on the work under the guise of religious neutrality. 
Atheists such as Eugenie Scott, who is the executive director of the NCSC, know that if a materialistic framework of thinking can be established in young people through the education system, then Christianity will not stand. No wonder the American Humanist Association recently presented Scott with a major award. Atheism has evolution as its logical foundation, that everything made itself. Christianity has creation as its logical foundation. Christianity, with evolution as its foundation, will collapse. Atheist Frank Zindler said, The most devastating thing that biology did to Christianity was the discovery of biological evolution. Now that we know that Adam and Eve never were real people, the central myth of Christianity is destroyed. If there never was an Adam and Eve, there never was an original sin. If there never was an original sin, then there's no need for salvation. If there's no need for salvation, there's no need for a savior. And I submit that puts Jesus, historical or otherwise, into the ranks of the unemployed. I think that evolution is absolutely the death knell of Christianity. How then can indoctrination and evolution be religiously neutral? NCSE's underlying attitude was undoubtedly summarized by Michael Shermer, himself a self-confessed apostate, of the Skeptic Society of the USA. Michael said, It is important to note that skeptics and scientists have no quarrel with genuinely religious people and their religious organizations who make no claims of scientific proof for their religious beliefs. In other words, you can believe whatever you like, as long as you don't claim that your beliefs have any basis on objective reality. That there is tangible evidence for what you believe can challenge others to believe also. As long as religious people keep it in their churches and in their heads, the skeptics and the NCSE will leave them alone, because such a faith will die with the next generation. If NCSE openly opposed religion, that is, Christian faith, it would result in a public backlash against the NCSC and would thwart its aims, hence the pretense of religious neutrality. How can materialism and naturalism, beliefs that God has nothing to do with the real world and there's no tangible evidence for his existence, be religiously neutral? How can anything be religiously neutral anyway? Jesus said we are either for or against him. There is no neutral position. The NCSE is vehemently opposed to Christians who believe the biblical account of history from the beginning. Is that religiously neutral? It would be interesting to know which conservative evangelical Christians are members and therefore financially supporting the NCSE, as Scott claims there are. Surely any person described as a conservative evangelical Christian would believe that the Bible is the revealed word of God. How could such a person be allied with atheists? The Bible itself says, in 1 Corinthians 6, 14-15, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteous and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? The list of supporters of the NCSC, for example, a NCSC report's back cover, almost reads like a who's who of American atheism. Names such as Gold, Eldridge, Jukes, Johansson, Sagan, and Dalrymple, for example. Also a frequent contributor to the NCSE reports is one Moline Matsumera, 
National Program Director of NCSC, who is a signatory to Humanist Manifesto 2000. This evolutionary indoctrination campaign is dear to the heart of atheists because it is proselytizing for atheism. Surely any Christian would wonder about associating with these people in their passionate campaign to see people indoctrinated with evolution? In the Australian Christian weekly newspaper News Life, Barry Williams of the Australian Skeptics took offense with the claim by the New Life columnist Onesimus that his organization is anti-God. That's coming up after the break. Dr. Jonathan Sarfati's best-selling book, The Genesis Account, is some 800 pages. This book is arguably the most comprehensive book on biblical creation never written, and it comes from the author of some of the most well-known books on the subject, including Refuting Evolution, which remains the largest best-selling creation book of all time. The team behind Creation.com's scientists and experts and video production team worked hard for almost two years to bring you the information of the Genesis account as a Bible study course, and we're excited to tell you that it's now available, the Genesis Academy. This new 12-part course makes it easy to continue the teaching on origins in further depth. Targeted to lay audiences, each video in this 12-part series is no more than 40 minutes in length, so it's ideal for adult and teen Sunday school, Bible studies, or even Sunday night screenings. All the presentations have high-quality visuals and footage to keep viewers engaged. Many believers are excited to learn more to face skeptics' challenges. Our hope is that the Genesis Academy will become an essential staple for every church. It is so important to get a correct understanding of the Bible's foundational chapters right, and this series achieves just that. The Genesis Academy comes with a free online study course so that you can follow along. Available now in the United States, Australia, Europe, and several other countries. Get the Genesis Academy for your group today at creation.com academy. In the Australian Christian weekly newspaper Newslife, Barry Williams of the Australian Skeptics took offense at the claim by the New Life columnist Onesimus that his organization is anti-God. Like Scott, Williams claimed that there were many members who were Christians. So, Onesimus could not be right. However, Onesimus' comments are understandable. The Skeptics' membership lists from around the world read like a who's who of atheists and humanists. The original American organization was founded by the aggressively atheistic philosopher Paul Kurtz. The link of the American Skeptics, or Committee for the Scientific Investigation of Claims of the Paranormal, with the Council for Secular Humanism is so strong, they actually share headquarters. Ironically, a common false charge against the Australian-founded Creation Ministries International is that it is, quote, American-based, Yet, the Australian skeptics have adopted the American spelling, although the usual Australian spelling is S-C-E-P-T-I-C. The Australian skeptics even overtly deny being anti-Christian, yet they have been at the forefront of promoting Richard Dawkins, who openly proclaims his evolutionism as an apologetic for atheism. They also ardently promote the scurrilous and demonstrably false accusations against Bible-believing creationists by Ian Plymer, Australian Humanist of the Year of 1995. His book lampoons scripture and claims that belief in life after death is evidence that people have not been taught how to think. And despite the skeptics' professed support of good science, they were unable, or unwilling, to point out the crass scientific blunders in Plymer's book. 
Their journal, The Skeptic, often has stridently anti-Christian articles. One of many examples is religion as a health hazard, singling out Christianity for derision by one John Steer. Steer is well known for stridently anti-Christian articles and spirited defenses of humanism, and is now the webmaster of a skeptical site named No Answers in Genesis, which, again, feigns neutrality towards religion. Also in an issue of The Skeptic, the article Biblical Cosmography regurgitated the discredited canard that the Bible and most church fathers taught a flat earth. H.L. Mencken's diatribe against Christianity is cited at length, and with relish. Williams himself points out that they are skeptical of paranormal claims, and if creation by God and the resurrection of Christ are not paranormal, quote, I don't know what to call them, end quote. No, Williams has made it abundantly clear in his writings that he doesn't mind Christians, as long as they don't claim their beliefs have something to do with the real world. He doesn't mind faith, as long as the faithful don't claim it's supported by any hard evidence. The agenda of the NCSE and the Australian skeptics is to see everyone taught that evolution explains the origins of everything, so God is unnecessary in this scientific view. This totally contradicts the clear teaching of the Bible that God is clearly revealed in what he has created. Romans 1.20 says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. God is made invisible by the teaching of evolution. That's why atheists are so enthusiastic about evolution. If there are any real, that is, Bible-believing Christians supporting the NCSE or Australian skeptics, they should heed the command of God. 2 Corinthians 6.17 Therefore come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Finally, the best antidote against occultism, superstition, and charlatanism is not godless skepticism, but biblical Christianity. A survey published in the Skeptical Inquirer showed that Bible believers were the ones, quote, who appear most virtuous according to scientific standards when we examine the cults and pseudosciences proliferating in our society today. The Creation.com article podcast is hosted by me, Joseph Darnell, and produced out of the U.S. studio of Creation Ministries International. Learn more at Creation.com. This episode's article was written by Dr. Don Batten and Dr. Jonathan Sarfati. Our writers and scientists host a really cool talk show called Creation.com Talk, which you can find right here in your podcast app and YouTube. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter using our donate page, or simply text a donation to 84321. You can also help us out by telling your family and friends to check out our podcasts and creation.com. Be sure to follow Creation Ministries International on Facebook and Instagram, and subscribe to our free e-newsletter, InfoBytes. From everyone at CMI, thanks for listening. <laughs>